Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Before we get to this really funny Jason Garrett audio, we should probably update everybody on the Antonio Brown situation. It all started with Michael Silver doing 20 tweets about Antonio Brown. And the, the crux of it is that, you know, aside from all his diva dumb, the thing that's really taking it to the highest level is that there are new regulations on helmets. And I tweeted our buddy Pat Doney about this, or texted Pat Doney about this because he did a big story on it. Witten's got to change his helmet. Did you guys know that? No. But yeah, because yeah, he was one of the ones who was allowed it. Uh, wasn't he? Or did he have the temporary exception, or was that during the year he didn't play? I, I know that there was some talk of him, or somebody was using an older. There certain guys had an exception. Yeah, I think those are no more. Yeah, like, and those are gone. Right. All those guys have to, and that's what his issue was. Yep, and so Antonio Brown is, you know, aside from having uh, his feet issues, uh, which his feet are basically peeling off. It looked like he walked on the surface of the sun. He got into a cryotherapy changer with wet feet. And now he's paying the price. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then there's all kinds of just issues already with him and the Raiders. And now he apparently was on a two-hour conference call with the league and refusing to wear the mandated helmet they, that everyone in the league has to wear. And they met with an arbitrator, and the arbitrator couldn't make a decision on this yet, and they'll get back next week. And that's... Mike Silver had the initial report, and along in that report said that Antonio Brown, when he was there for, he was only been there for a couple light practices, that he was in meetings looking at tablets, going through his bank accounts and liking pictures on Instagram. But also Schefter followed up the big story from Mike Silver saying that Antonio Brown is threatening to end his NFL career if they don't get this helmet thing figured out. Great for the Raiders. Do they get the picks back? What all did they give up for him? You know what? That's It was a first, I know. God, that would um, suck. I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot in that trade, and they signed him, if you remember, uh, to that deal. So, God, um, what does the league do there? I don't think you can do anything, right? It's over, right? Can they award them a compensatory pick in the first round? I don't what think you mess. can do that. God, what a mess. I don't think, I don't think you can do that. Uh, the trade was the Steelers. I'm sorry. The Steelers got a third and a fifth. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm sorry. I thought it was a first. I'm sorry. A third and a fifth is what the Steelers got. And then... The new contract for Antonio Brown was three years at $50 million, um, so a max value of 54 and that would be $30 million guaranteed. God, and he's 30, isn't he? <laughs> oh, man. All that for a 30-year-old wide receiver that may never play for you. Uh, all right, so Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. We're at Fat Daddy's out here in Mansfield. Let's rewind back to yesterday. We were on the air. Uh, we had, went to the Jason Garrett Presser. And KT, at the end of this presser, some real weird stuff happened. We've really got to focus in and review this. So there's a guy who is uh, from a Central Texas uh, sports radio station named David Smoke. You guys know David Smoke very well. Smokey. So he apparently makes his own chili uh, each year at camp. Well, he's you like Andy Reid? And it starts to get a little smoky, and you see a little fire kind of over uh, towards the area where he's heating this up. And it derails Garrett. Here's Garrett when there's a fire happening during the middle of his press conference. We have a plan for the guys who have been out. Uh, they're ahead of schedule. They've worked very hard. Uh, they've really 
Sorry, we had a fire back there. You okay? <laughs> uh, um, so each of those guys has worked very hard. They're on schedule to get back and, and start, to, start to play football for us. And uh, so excited to see some young guys play and then excited to get some veteran guys back in it. <laughs> I'm serious. There was a fire back there, guys. His name is Smokey. His name is Smokey. So oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a crazy so listen, especially if you can't <laughs> see the visual of what's happening. Yeah, so I had a different vantage point than you guys. Uh, at this point, you guys were in the tent, and I was kind of closer to Coach Garrett, and I could see kind of around what was happening. So Smokey's making his uh, chili that he makes every year, and he, had, he was just making it right out in front of his tent on the tennis courts. Like, I don't know. 20 maybe 15 yards away from Garrett in the podium and it's just kind of been this thing Smokey always makes his chili for yeah. everybody so let me ask right quick Ben uh because our tents are flush up against the chain link fence of the tennis court was he making it on the other side like inside the tennis court yeah okay yeah he's making it in the tennis court and but he's making it directly adjacent to his tent which is basically three or four tents down from our tent and he must have had like one of those camper setups you know where they got the propane tanks and the burners, and he's got it all sitting out on a table in a big pot. Well, something caught on fire, and he just, Smokey just kicked it or did something to knock the burner off the table to get it from catch, stop it from catching everything on fire. So then the burner, just this giant piece of metal just flipped over and landed in the tennis court. And it made, it, it, it made a huge crashing sound, and the media is staring at Garrett. So nobody's seeing this going on behind them, <laughs> except Garrett's the only one facing that. Garrett and me are the only ones facing that direction, and we see it all. <laughs> and so it's like, Garrett, when would Jason Garrett expect to see a media member making a giant cauldron of chili and catching everything on fire? I mean, it's unbelievably abnormal. All those tents are in. Sorry, we had a fire back there. How quickly that whole thing would go up in flames if that propane tank yes. hit the wrong I'm serious. There was a fire back there, guys. And let's go. Uh, and should we play the, play the cut of that Garrett laugh right there? Cut four. Uh. <laughs> okay. And that's coming after the weirdness of he was supposed to go on at 1 p.m. Well, 3 p.m. Central Time. Mm -hmm. And he was late because at 3 p.m. Central Time, right when our show started, the Robert Quinn uh, suspension news came down. And I noticed when Garrett was walking to the podium, he was with Cowboys PR director Rich Dalrymple. I'm sure Rich is probably filling him in on the specific details of the suspension. Uh, or, or maybe he was just, you know, one of the, but Garrett was 10 to 15 minutes late. At and least. That, that happens sometimes when breaking yeah. news comes down on the fly. You don't want to just put your coach up there and not know what's going on. Well, so there, then the fire happens. Then Garrett had been kind of derailed throughout the entire press conference. Listen to this weird answer in cut five. You said many. Is a guy like Sean and Zach, Amari, veterans, are they guys that would stay here or would make the trip? We'll, we'll give you that, uh, that travel itinerary and the manifesto uh, when we get that all squared away. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a manifest. <laughs> Manifesto, we're going to need to know about that. Yeah, the, 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 the fire's got me off balance here a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good ender. What? Oh. Okay. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. 
But when he calls it a manifesto and Brad Sham goes, hey, if it's a manifesto, we're going to need to know about it so we can get the heck out of here. I like the idea of a manifesto about who is or isn't going to play. You know, the other thing that I couldn't help but think about is it's Brad Sham that asked him that. And then like 40 minutes later, Brad goes on our airwaves and just raves about Garrett's ability to compartmentalize craziness and focus on the job at hand. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, it was a train wreck during that press conference. (laughs) It would be funny just to see if uh, they would allow us to just try to distract him in any way we could. (laughs) Just have a bunch of different things happen back there. Like set up an ATM, have somebody get robbed at it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guys, sorry, there was a guy getting robbed at an ATM back there. Sure, coach. I don't trust me, guys. It just happened. Then get it out of the way before the nope. media turns around. None of the media will even look over there. They're just like, wait, but who's going to play on Saturday? Yeah, that's good, coach. But who's the backup defensive end? Boy, that's suspended. <laughs> I need to find that out. It's <laughs> so crazy. Uh, uh, that, that, play that final lap. <laughs> and then I, I like the idea of having a drop. That's a good ender too. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. You do a lot with that down the road. <laughs> That was so funny. That was, that was really funny. when, uh, And it was out of characteristic uh, when Broadus started tickling Garrett. This is the audio from that. Broadus was like, come on, man. So I went up there, started ticking him, and this is tickling him. This is what he did. <laughs> I like that Broadus isn't making any sound as he's doing that, too. He's just silently tickling him in that bucket hat. Just That's a good ender. <laughs> and then Broadus walks away without making any noise at all or acknowledging that he did it. Pretty amazing. Uh, guys, did y'all see this quick story from, from the collegiate baseball world? No. Did y'all see this? So is this, that a magazine? What is no, that? No, it's not a magazine. <laughs> it sounds like a magazine. Are you it? at collegiatebaseballworld.com? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing there? Oh, I'm just reading my new edition of Collegiate Baseball World. They got a pretty good story in here. So 19-year-old John Zagul, is the, uh, he's a play-by-play guy for a collegiate baseball team. And then prior to the seventh inning, he was doing the game, you know, just doing play-by-play. Um, and he's doing it on Facebook, too. So it's a little shoddy set up there as he's doing a game on Facebook Live. And then he tells listeners he's going to be leaving the booth to go warm up in the bullpen. And then he ends up going into the game, and he pitched the ninth inning for the team. Okay, hold on. Before we hear this audio, can you tell me what game this is? I don't I – don't, do we have – On Facebook. Oh, I thought there was audio. No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, my bad. If there is, I don't know about it. Uh, okay. I have audio right here. Oh, you've got it pulled. Okay. Yeah, okay. Gavin Spittle sent it to okay. us. Awesome. Oh, great, 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 great. So what game email. is this? Do we know, Shippy? Uh, let me see here. It's a, it's Crestwood versus uh, Bloomington. So oh, it sounds, I like Crestwood's team this year. <laughs> it sounds like Saved by the Bell teams. Oh, I just saw the email. He did send it. Thumbs I think those you, are actually ski resorts that yeah. are playing <laughs> one another. Shout out to uh, Barrett Sports Media and also uh, Gavin Spittle for getting us this audio. JT Barrett. All right, everybody, there has been some news. I've been summoned to the bullpen to come in and possibly pitch later in this game to relieve for Ethan Otstad. So I will apologize in advance for not updating the graphics, but we'll leave the crowd mic on for you to hear what's going on on the field. Right now, a 5-2 game in the top of the seventh. Again, it's John Zaglul signing off for now as I have been summoned to the bullpen by manager Isaac Valdez. Hopefully, I can do well in the game. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Gosh. All right, that's amazing on a lot of different levels, I'm a including him him just laying out the whole beating of doing a Facebook broadcast for Bloomington versus Crestwood as he's telling you that he's also doing the graphics as the game goes on, so you'll no longer be receiving the graphics. You'll be looking at a still image of intercollegiate baseball happening on your Facebook page. 
So it says the team ERA was 6.83 on the season. Uh, Zagul was a pitcher in high school, Who? so the the play by play guy. What's his name? Don't worry about it. Okay, and he went and asked the manager. Uh, he approached him about going to the mound. The only requirement that you needed was having college playing ability, so just being in college. Okay. Basically, the only requirement. He gave up one run in his inning. So All not right. bad. Good job. Then he came and did the post game show. Wait, and did he get any uniform? I think or? he took some calls on his performance. I want to get to the bottom <laughs> of Ben's question. That's a fascinating I mean, question. It's, this is a one man operation, very much like Steve Lickner's news reports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I've been summoned to the front lines of the story I'm covering. I'm <laughs> going to arm myself now and get up there. I'll get back to you later with more coverage. Uh, Thank you, Ben Rogers, for recommending the yep, coverage. You're welcome. He's wearing tearaway pants and he's yeah. got his baseball <laughs> uniform on. Let's yeah, go. He's so calm about doing it. Uh, this is not abnormal at all, guys. I'm being summoned into the game. I'll go get loose in the bullpen, and then I'll be on the field <laughs> participating in this competition. God, that is awesome. And also in the world of sports, last night, uh, a, an amazing feat on television is Will Ferrell and his character Ron Burgundy appeared on all six late-night TV shows, Kimmel, Colbert, Fallon, Conan at the same time, and then Seth Meyers and James Corden at the same time. All right, I've wow. never heard of this. Um, I've never heard of anybody doing this. Maybe it's happened before, and it, I just didn't know. But it, this is essentially uh, called roadblocking, like yeah. uh, in, in other media forms. Um, it, it's like the same idea. Advertisers do this sometimes by buying commercials at the exact same time on every channel. Like they, they decide, hey, I want to reach late-night viewers, so they may go do the exact same thing with their advertisers. I want to be the first in the commercial break on all eight of these shows or networks or whatever, and it's called roadblocking. I've never heard of anybody having the, uh, I, I guess, foresight into doing this. It's genius by Will Ferrell to just create this market, you know, universe-wide marketing campaign for his podcast. And it's a way to kind of save late-night TV as well when you look at it. And he was on, he's just promoting the Ron Burgundy podcast. So it's he did not even Will Ferrell, right? It's Ron Burgundy. It's Ron Burgundy. Yeah, yeah it's Ron Burgundy. And he's, he's wearing the same thing in all of them. Now, again, some of these shows are in New York. Some of these are in L.A. So they were obviously pre-taped. Oh, wow. But because you have to think about where, the, where they shoot these shows from. Yeah. But he did a stand-up bit on one of them. He did a stand-up bit on Kimmel and Fallon. He just did a basic interview with Colbert. He was doing all kinds of stuff. But it reminds me of the Ron Burgundy podcast, in which we were making fun of this about five months ago. I listened to some of this from season one. It's not great, the podcast. But there was one in which they were trying to come up with the Ron Burgundy podcast theme song. And we've been laughing about this for months. This is Cut 20, Shippy, the song about taking back the night. Ron Burgundy, Ron Burgundy, talking and saying things. Ron Burgundy, Ron Burgundy, he's not playing games. Making sure you get the facts and listen to some games. So wow. Great. So great. Awesome. I can listen to that song all day long. Oh, uh, I heard there was a clip in G Bag of the Day. We don't have to play it though, but they, he was kind of doing he was being a bad stand up guy is what he was doing. Mm -hmm. He was doing a lot of Am I right? Guys, that you felt know? really good. 
<laughs> but uh, he was talking about mocking baseball players. But I, I mean, I didn't think it was awesome. Right. But just much like that podcast, I don't think it's awesome. And I didn't listen to much of it after that. But kind of cool that that happened. No, you never see that in the world. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 